Jacked Up Rolls is intended for mature audiences only. It contains foul language and inappropriate themes. The characters in this show are not reflections of their players. Listener's discretion is advised. Podcast, Jacked Up Rolls. This is going to be an off-season during the summer special called The Unsung Heroes. We're going to do something a little bit similar to American Horror Story, where every season has a brand new band of adventurers or, or main characters, and we go through a smaller storyline with hook, line, and sinker in a nice bite-sized um, amount. Uh, this is only going to be lasting for the summer, and I believe is a total of what? Fun having like 13 episodes, I 13 episodes or something like that. And then we plan on returning back to Jacked Up Rolls uh, Season 2 during August. Or at least sometime around then. That's when we'll record at least. Yeah. Um, and no. so we hope you're you're having a good time staying safe during COVID-Movid. So we're going to have everybody introduce themselves. Uh, I'm Sebastian. I'm the DM. Uh, and we do have... The James Hafner returning. Exactly. The James Hafner, God of knowledge in real life. Uh, but everybody else around the table is is new. So go ahead and introduce your names, and then we'll get started. All right. I am Jacob, uh, also known as Wonder. I play a ranger. I am Joshua. I will be playing a paladin. I'm Caitlin. I'll be playing a warlock. Uh, and I am Parker, and I'll be playing an artificer. And James, what are you playing today? Because you don't I am playing a cleric. Perfection. All right, so um, let's get to it. So, Caitlin, your oh character, uh, you've been um, you've been doing some odd jobs here and there. Um, yes, I have. A few years back, you decided to make a pact with a creature, and I'm going to say a creature because you have no idea what it is. Okay. Really thought the, it through. I really, I had one goal, and I achieved that. I, I have no, um, zero regrets, no regrets. So you go from place to place, um, and one thing that's pretty common for you is when you're done in a certain area, and you're planning to go somewhere else, or wherever they're directing you to, um, you will blink, and as you're blinking, when you open your eyes back up, you are already there. Time will have passed. But you don't know how long time has passed, where you've gone that's specifically. That's cool. Didn't know I did that. <laughs> that's not cool. That's concerning. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I'm worried about that. It's gonna be fine. I so, just my soul to so, so before you arrive in Piratus, what city would you have been in? Before? Yeah. I do not know. All right. Well, let's just say for the sake of you would have been in a clipping. Okay. Probably doing Sounds some business. Good. There, um, 
what you've gathered from the few years that you've been working for your patron is that they never tell you the full extent of what your act, the consequence of your actions. You're yeah. you're like a an agent of chaos. You essentially do <laughs> you essentially do things and you don't understand the repercussions of them right away. And because you go from place to place so quickly and losing track of time, I never see the outcome. Exactly. Right. Got you. So as you're leaving a cliffin, uh, as you're getting ready, probably the night before. Uh, you hear your patron speak to you. Oh, God. Um, and he speaks to you. Is it he? It is now. <laughs> it's Parker is just gesturing so hard for the cookies. What do you want? I just wanted a plate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I would like everyone for the audience to know that food is on one side of the table. Not on purpose, it just happened that way. And Piper is on the, I'm on the other side of the table. Yep. <laughs> okay. So as as your patron speaks to you, uh, what is your pact? And I know it is a pact of the fiend, but what is your pact boon? Uh, is it a pact of the blade, a pact of the tome, a pact of the chain? Did you forget? You know, I right? did not. I don't know. <laughs> That's I either didn't pick one or didn't write it down. I'm sorry. All right. So, well, let's pick one now. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. I thought I had everything prepared, dude. That's all right. Uh, so, do you want your... So, there's three different uh, packed boons. Yeah. Pact of the chain gives you access to... What? There's four. Well, uh, there's the talisman, but I'm not. I'm not okay. I'm not used to talisman. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm not sure what all of its effects are. But basically, pact of the talisman is your patron um, bestows upon you a magic old talisman that you it's can. Basically, do. a shitty guidance. Kind of. Um, <laughs> that's mechanically. Um, but, explanation. But, but roleplay wise, they give you a magical talisman that they do special things with the talisman, <laughs> the necklace. Nice. Um, then you have Pact of the Blade, where they you can um, you can take a weapon, any uh, a martial weapon or a simple weapon or anything like that. You make it your Pact weapon, and then you have proficiency while you're wielding it. Um, basically, your your patron imbues magical powers to help you use that weapon, and then you can also make it disappear and reappear. You can change it into different types of weapons, um, except for ranged weapons. Um, Pact of the Chain gives you access to a familiar. Uh, you get the access to the Find Familiar spell. Uh, your patron speaks to you through your familiar. And then there's Pact of the Tome, where you get this um, very eldritch-looking book that you can cast uh, certain ritual spells in, and you gain access to a little bit more spells and all that kind of stuff. So what would you like to go with that? Can we do the Pact of the Chain? Jack, Pact of the Chain. What would you like your familiar to look like? Oh, God. Some kind of, like, woodland <clears throat> creature, I feel like, would fit my character very well. Okay. So if we're going to go by Pact of the Finding Familiar, it can look like a raven. It can look like an owl or, or like a cat or a dog. Or it could be a crab, an octopus, like a sparrow. And you're not limited to keep it that way forever. Right? Yeah, you can also let's, change it. Let's do a cat. A cat? Okay. <laughs> so you're going to bed in a cliffin. It's it's a modest lodgings in some bar or a slash tavern area. As you're getting your things ready to go to sleep, uh, your cat, would you have named your cat? Probably. What would you name it? Can I name my cat Mittens? You name your cat Mittens. Mittens um, kind of jumps up onto the bed, uh, and you, you kind of hear like a like a soft meow, meow. He's like trying to get your attention, uh, and he's sitting on, on your pillow. 
and he looks at you, and he just like sits there, looks at you very uh, I, I long. I would like to pet the cat. All right, so you go to pet the cat. Um, as you go to pet the cat, it, he kind of purrs. He gives you a as you're uh, you're you're petting him, um, and you see as his eyes just go black, and uh, your patron speaks through your cat. Possessed cat. Yes. Now, now, Caitlin, uh, could you remind me the name of your character, please? Yes, I'm playing Elena Cypress. Elena Cypress. All right. Um, the cat, after it's purring, uh, its eyes go black. It looks up at you and it goes, Elena, you've done good work here. Your next stop is in Piratus, the desert city. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, Mittens. By the way, or anything like that. Not fucking Mittens. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. So uh, the cat, the cat gives a sinister, unnatural <laughs> smile as you as you call it, Mittens. Um, and he oh, goes, boy. and all, all the cat says is, good night. And uh, the next time you blink, you instantly um, are in Piratus. I mean, at least the cat was polite. Uh, instant to you, at least. Yes. As you blink again, your cat, or at least the, the voice in your head from the cat, so your patron, uh, speaks to you and says, don't worry. These people are somehow your companions. And as you're coming to and understanding what's going on, you see in front of you a dead body and all of the other members of the party. All right. So we're going to go to Parker. Oh, shit. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) That's just too much. That's a dead body. That's that's a a corpse. Don't yeah. worry. All right. So, I'm a little concerned. So Parker, we'll get that. Yeah. Parker, you are uh, currently in a cliffin, correct? That is correct. You are working on uh, your biggest project being your uh, iron homunculus, correct? Yeah, my Ooh, iron steel defender. Your steel defender. Whatever it is we're calling yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, James, you are also with him. Yeah. And um, a, couple, a couple months ago... Um, uh, Parker, you went to the market. It just so happened to be Dwarf Week. Now, for those of you who uh, are listening for the first time or uh, don't remember, Dwarf Week is the one week out of the entire calendar year where the dwarves will leave their mountain hold, come out to the city of Ecliffin, and they will uh, they will do uh, tra- uh, trades and they will deal with the humans and they will try and trade for technology or weapons or something. Um, and as you're out in the markets, uh, you see that in one of the stalls that the dwarves have set up is James's character. Would you like to describe your character, James? Yes. My character is a warforce. He is roughly five foot seven. And he has um, like a dark steel plating with scratches and bump and like dents all over it. And it has like a, what is it, tinges or secondary of uh, copper as well. Um, His face is completely um, featureless aside from like camera lenses and one is cracked and he has a speaker grate where the mouth would be. 
All right. And so as you approach the stand, um, you you see the, the dwarf is sitting there, and he goes, 20 gold for this broken down man. 20 gold. I'm worth 20 gold? <laughs> My life is only 20 gold. <laughs> you are a slave. I can't tell if that was an excited, like, oh, man, I'm worth more than I thought. <laughs> it was not exciting. <laughs> Man, we just, we were poor at James, we just insulted him so hard. <laughs> this poor man. Uh, right off the bat, James is getting roasted. Ah, uh, so I know your inspiration for buying him. <clears throat> He's worth money. Yeah. 20 gold. 20 gold. 20 gold. Yeah. It's gonna fix him up. Make him worth at least 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's a markup. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, but my, my character is definitely thinking like, yeah, I could probably sell him for 30. <laughs> um, the, the dwarf then speaks out. Here's a clod. We don't know his name. We don't know where he comes from or his ancestry. But he doesn't seem to be in working order anymore. And we've we figured it's better to just sell him off so that way we can at least change him out for some good that you, 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 you manlings will bring rather than spend all the time and effort to repair him. So... 20 gold! And he's like ringing this like low resonating like doom doom bell to um, try and garner the attention of all of the, the patrons nearby. Can I just say, I'm so happy you brought mannequins back. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, Cubie's oh, I'm on legs! Oh. Uh, I will casually walk by past the stall and kind of just peek over my shoulder a little bit. Give you 17 for it. You can give me 20 or you can piss off. Well, what are you going to do with it? It looks like a pile of scrap. Well, then we'll use it for scrap. Better than you trying to shave off prices for my goods. All right, fine. I'll give you 20. All right, so you give him 20 gold. Uh, you go through a, a, a thoughtful um, and very drawn out uh, paperwork process to, to kind of like in a... Um, an auctioneer setting uh, where you have to finalize the purchase of the item and that it's all official and all that kind so of stuff. So I basically have a title deed, like yeah. form of proof of ownership Yes. of James' character. Like, Correct. Like, you own James. Car, you like fill out all the paperwork. Yeah, like, I, I, I told you this later already. I, I, have I know, I am. That's That's so I have a pink slip. Hold that. I always get no facial and, um, and, and behind, behind James's character, you do see a few more that are not necessarily as banged up. And, as, and since they are not nearly as banged up, they are, ex like, ridiculously more expensive. Uh, you go to the next one, he's like, 500 gold, 500 gold. The next one, it looks like pristine condition. 7,000 gold. Oh, I was about to say, you really did get a good deal no there, brother. No kidding. If I can... Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to shave off that 20 gold like that. Wait, so, he's going to murder you. I will so, take it for 20. James, James's character um, essentially doesn't have, uh, at this point, has zero capability beyond motor functions. Uh, he, will, he will walk around with you. He will follow you. But he cannot speak. He cannot... Like do complicated things, he cannot uh, respond or like understand questions. And after a few months, you bring him back to your your place of experimentation because, as an alchemist, part of the wizard's college in Eclipin, you know, you're doing research, you're doing work, you're trying to understand these these war forges 
um, as, as the humans call them, um, because the dwarves don't necessarily tell them exactly what they're called. They just, they call them a various, uh, they call them usually one of two, two things, a clad or an izorken, um, and you don't necessarily know what, what the fuck that means. Yeah, so you're just like, not give two shits about yeah. So, um, as, as you're tinkering on, uh, uh, on James's character, trying to fix him up, trying to understand what's going on, you realize, um, after a couple months that, uh, James's character kind of has like a deus ex machina moment where he starts to think for himself. He starts to, you know, realize that he has hands and like, he's a, he's a human being. So James, you, you, uh, your character, um, the last thing that you remember was you were dying on a battlefield. You were underground. You were fighting a bunch of Skaven. You can smell the 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 bronze tanginess of of, of blood spilt everywhere and 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 the the disgusting you know uh, just festering like fecal matter from dead bodies and rotting enemies um, and and fur as well as dying allies. Um, and, and as you're falling to the ground, just taken by just the wounds that you had uh, received, lacerations all over your body, standing your ground against a, a horde of enemies you can see deceased around you, um, you hear some dwarf in the background like, Don't worry, lad, what can I take you home? And you, you kind of fade off. And as you come back to, you, have, you, you, you see that your, your body has become metallic, you are no longer in a place that you know. There's a human standing in front of you that isn't actually much taller than you. He seems to be relatively the same height as you. Um, and uh, and uh, how would you have held James's character? Would uh, would you have like would you have like put him in in like restraints or in like a like a surgical table? No, I, or I would have had him like um, like if you've ever seen like a winch that lifts like a car engine out of the frame like just holding him up by like tether points on his shoulders or something uh -huh. and like just hanging there in front of me like like he's standing upright but just so that he's not like having to support his own weight yeah so he's like not shackled or manacled or he's anything. suspended he's suspended and he can't really move because like he's just gonna swing back and forth all right so james what'd you like to do this doesn't look like home those are the first words you've heard in about three months um where am i manly uh, who, who are you calling manly? What are you, a dwarf? You! You got some a dwarf! Well, how the well, hell was I supposed to know? You don't look like a dwarf! Well, not anymore, but... I have a soul. I have your paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> you have what? <laughs> okay, clearly there's some catching up on you to have. So... <laughs> As as you're coming to James, you have the full the full um, uh, I should say range of of speech, and you eventually start to realize you don't need sleep, you don't need water, you don't need air, you don't need food. This concept is foreign to you, you know, being as a fleshy uh, dwarf, uh, an actual creature with flesh and bones, not having to eat and sleep is is weird. And on top of that, uh, you don't remember uh, your name. Your name is lost to you. Hmm. Well, what happened? Uh, well, about three months ago, 
I was walking through town. It was the middle of Dwarf Week. And there was this guy who seemed to think that I don't have a better way to put it than that you weren't worth his time. Um, so, long story short, gold exchanged hands, and I have, and I'll pull out the piece of paperwork that I got from him, this. You just have that in your pocket? Well, I keep, I have like a little bag of like my papers and things, because oh, I travel. He's got, he's got <laughs> stuff together. I have yeah, a system. I got a system, but we'll talk. He's an like, organized man. Oh yes, very efficient. Unlike me in real life. <laughs> 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 Anyways. I'll hold out the thing so he can see it. Nice. Crush. Um, and yeah, so long story short, gold exchanged hands, and I started working on this, and I'll gesture over in the corner towards the smaller version of James's character. (laughs) So that is your steel defender. It looks pretty much identical to the way that James described his character except on, uh, and it's kind of like, it's just, it's not like hung up like he is, it's just kind of sitting over in a chair, and just kind of like slumped. Like a teddy bear? Pretty much, yeah, it's just like a little teddy bear. Except it's like, you know, a dangerous killing machine. Like a teddy bear. Yeah, like a teddy bear. (laughs) Spy teddy bear. What Um, kind of teddy bears are you? I made them myself. (laughs) (laughs) So it's sitting in the corner, and the only difference besides being smaller uh, between it and James's character is that it has like, my family crest just on its face. Ah. <laughs> you you, you <laughs> took right. his unidentifiable features and put just your family crest on its face. Pretty much. Alright. All right. Oh, so <laughs> you guys you guys get to get to know each other a little better. Uh, you guys are kind of at odds with each other. Um, understandably. You a man be with Parker's here. Exactly. Um, no, but uh, a man who used to be a dwarf, or a warforge who used to be a dwarf, who used to be free, now he's considered property. Um, a, 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 an artificer who thought that he could do just about anything is now met with the morality that he was learning and experimenting on a living being. So there's, there's some morale, uh, morality issues being dealt with here. But over the next few weeks, as you are still training at the Wizards Academy... Uh, one of the wizard, uh, one of your teachers, um, in, in, this, in, in this collegiate setting, you have one teacher who teaches a multitude of students um, for the entire year on one subject. And then they just go from subject to subject. So it's like it's intensive learning. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, this, this one teacher uh, comes over to you. Uh, he sees the work that you've been making uh, and he, he enjoys your progress. Uh, and would you mind naming your character, Parker? So my character is uh, Thor Flathammer. His last name is a chosen last name because he wants to disassociate a little bit from his uh, given lineage, which is, this reminds, his, his family comes from the line of the mayor of... Of uh, Plagoon, uh, yes. Could you, name, so, could you give me your character's name one more time, please? Helena Cypress. Spell that for you. Uh, just the first name, please. Elena. A L E N A. A L E N. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, and he 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 describes to you that um, he wants to push you ahead. He wants to basically advance your time at the college because you're doing so well. Hot damn. Um, he does say, however, to do this. You need to go on uh, an expedition. You need to go and 
research something, learn something, um, and that he was just been told by some of his collegiate contacts that there is a new uh, archaeologist, uh, like, opening. Not opening, like, as in a new archaeologist is needed, but a new dig site has been found in right. Piratus of an ancient culture that they knew was there, but are still trying to figure out more about it. This will be fun. I'm very interested in that opportunity. Like, just, that sounds amazing, and I'm... I think very highly of myself, but I know how to like not be an asshole in front of people who are in charge of me. So I'll be like, so oh, humble. Yeah, I'll act. <laughs> so in other words, you're a complete ass towards my character. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just chilling. He's like, well, thank you very much. I'm so honored. Yeah, yeah. He, in his head, he's just like, yeah, fucking about time. <laughs> <laughs> So, in reality, you have a professional face. Oh, for sure. And he then, when you go back home to your slave, <laughs> you're a complete dick. He li he's not a complete dick. He's, he always thinks of himself first. He's very self-serving, but he knows, because of that, that if he sucks up to certain people, then he's going to get further. So he's a brown noser. Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah, he is not a likable person if you really know him. All right. <laughs> so, um, you join in the caravans. Um, every town has a caravan that goes from one city to the next, and they take about a month's travel to go from each city to each city. So it's going to take you about two months to get two piratas. Um, and that is, and as, uh, as residents of Filgiria, you know as general knowledge, uh, caravans are the way to go. There's a lot of wildlife, there's a lot of bandits, not quite a lot, but there's enough that going off by yourself, if you're not a, a ranger of some sorts or somebody who knows the environment like uh, like the back of their hand, it can be very dangerous. So 90% of the people go with uh, caravans to ensure their safety. Um, they could probably get some trading opportunities within the people that are in the caravans themselves, and it's just a safer bet. And as you're going along, uh, you see this woman who is who seems like a complete drone. She seems like... She's just walking. Uh, she has... Uh, Everyone's staring at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, for good reason. Um, uh, she does not react to people talking to her. Uh, she doesn't talk to anybody herself. She eats, sleeps, walks. That's all she does. Uh, she says nothing to nobody. She has uh, a hood up. Uh, as well as some, like, common, uh, like, adventurer's clothing. You can tell she's probably been in a fight one or two times. You also see a half-orc man. All right. So, Josh, would you like to describe your character? Um, so, I'm standing at a solid about seven and a half feet. Yes, like, very large. Half-orcs <laughs> are very large. In my we look opinion. up to you, Joshua. Grayish, grayish, yeah. green-tinted skin. He's got a, uh, an undercut on his head with clean, uh, combed hair, um, blue eyes, black hair. Um, what kind of clothing would I be wearing? I don't know. What kind of clothing would he be um, wearing? Just, just traveler's clothes? Yeah, just traveler's clothes. Okay. You got armor. Yeah, armor on underneath, you know, sword to the side, All right. small backpack on. Very organized. We got a lot of well organized people in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. And then there's me and Finn. 
Um, do Wait. I do I notice her walking by? Uh, yeah, you would notice her. She's basically just droning on. Do I notice um, her cat? No, her cat. She doesn't have a cat. So I she will. She doesn't have a cat. I don't see a cat. There's she no doesn't cat. have a cat. The cat is um, alive. I will. If I notice her, I will forward? walk over oh, yeah. and kind of just walk next to her and lean down. <clears throat> um, excuse me, are, are you all right? You seem to be a little bit absent-minded. She just does not even acknowledge your existence. She just keeps walking. You, uh, you also would see in the caravan uh, some new people who had joined. So you live in the town of Seuss, correct? I believe that I would have been in Plagoon. Oh, did you live in the town of Plagoon? Oh, I'm from a Clifford. Okay, you're from Plagoon. <laughs> and then moved to Plagoon. There we go! So, while in Plagoon, while in Plagoon, you join the caravan. Um, would you would you mind giving me a name for your character as well? Um, full name or just the first name? Just first name. Lawrence. Lawrence of Plagoon. Lawrence of Arabia. Um, <laughs> so, as, as you join the caravan, you see the droning woman, you see a whole bunch of normal people, uh, merchants, uh, just common travelers, uh, drunkards, gamblers, all that good stuff. Uh, you also see, uh, which is a very rare sight, um, you see a man made of metal, a smaller man made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> that looks the exact same. Who has almost the exact same physique, um, and also walking beside said to, is a man who is um, not made of metal, but seems to be commanding them or talking to himself and engorging himself on his own opulence of how intelligent he is. Oh, um, now might be a good time to mention the smaller one, like its arms and legs connect together and it turns into a backpack and James is carrying it. I don't want to carry it! Yeah. Take it off of me! Oh, C3PO on Chewbacca. It's just like, <laughs> and then I will walk up to Parker or Metal Man. Thor. To Thor. I will walk up to Thor, Thor and his Metal Man. And I will lean down to him as well. You fucking lean down. You're just gonna he lean down. He said it to me. He has to. He's I can hear you fine. You don't have then, to lean. Oh yeah. No, it's ablation down here. Also, he's not like you know, like bulging muscles, but medium size compared to his frame. I mean, he's but a he seven is, foot half. Yeah, he is like. <laughs> but yeah. so, he leans down and he goes, "Um, did I, I don't think I've ever seen something like that before. Did you make these? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look. Shut up. <laughs> I. You're only make, half manly, ain't you? I didn't make that one, but I made the other one. <laughs> Otherwise, I would know when to keep his mouth shut. The look on my face is the look that my character has. Yeah, he's, he's, very concerned. Concerned. he's very concerned, and he has no idea what's going on. Anymore. I can sense a fair bit of animosity between the two of you. Ah, we're fine. Yeah, die on the battlefield and wake up in this guy's garage. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I listen, listen. In, no, no, in, in his garage. I'm sure there's like, it's like shops yeah, for like carriages and stuff sliding. like that, like for for like carts and things like that. I'm sure the word garage has existed Garish. thus far. Not shop. <laughs> I'm really curious, just where that word actually came from in history. 
It probably had something to do with like fixing carriages and stuff. I would bet. I'm trying to look for something to use as like a, a pointer because. Oof. Okay. You um, need a long stick. Yes. So. I mean, you could use the coat hanger. Uh, the word garage comes from the French word garrier, which means to shelter. What's the oh. origin though? Like, how old is it? Second. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, it's impressive. I like the words that you, right. the words that you just said. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, he's got a big, he's got a bottle, he's got the bottle, we're getting the angry DM tonight. <laughs> Who wants yeah. to explain? Who so, wants to explain? So, where you guys, uh, where your tokens are, which, uh, oh. they basically have miniatures for themselves, which are just, a, it's basically a Monopoly pieces. Um, I'm the duck. Yes. I'm going to clarify to the audience, I'm the duck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, so where you guys are starting, that is the general, that windy path is the, is the, um, road. Yes, the road, the trail, whatever you like to call it. The edges of the hexagons on the side, those are mountain ranges. Oh, damn. Um, so um, if, if you don't, uh, if you haven't seen the, the image of Filgurium, basically are the entire... Are mountain ranges? No, they're not. No. Okay. Uh, that's, that's why I said the, the edge the, ones. That's kind of like the border of Pyramids. Right now, yeah. I figured. So um, the, the, the edges and the surroundings of Filguria as an island are all mountain ranges because Filguria sits a little healthfully below the sea line. Oh. And so the mountain range protects it from flooding from seawater. So like the whole continent is like a valley. Essentially. Cool. Okay. Yeah, except for a couple places being Brutzel and uh, being Delos. So as you guys get to that area, that starting point to the trail, uh, there is a, um, there's like a little outpost. It's kind of like a toll booth, if you Do will. Do we have a piece for uh, Jacob? Has his character been introduced yet? No. no. He has not. He has not. So we'll, we'll get to that. I mean, pick, pick a piece at your leisure. It's going to be a little bit leisure. before we get to you. No ceramic dragon, <laughs> it's I have a big-ass ceramic <laughs> dragon named Jeff. Yes. Um, so, um... No socks? You just... I know. Okay, listen. It's fine. We're good. We're moving. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> as, as you guys get to the toll booth, there is a man who comes out. Um, he, he looks pretty elderly. Uh, somewhat decrepit. Uh, he comes out in sort of a, a style, uh, uh, he, he comes out in sort of a Gazim from, uh, Aladdin style. He's like, yes, yes, come look at my wares, kind of a thing. Um, he, he has very, uh, scraggly looking clothing. He, he holds, his back is extremely arched. He's probably like, Four and a half feet tall because of the terrible posture he has. Ooh. He wears a, a blanket uh, on, over the top of him. He has a, a, a like a little like shawl normally used by women, but he he looks extremely poor and basically takes what he can. Uh, and he comes out to everybody uh, in the caravan at the front, and and the caravan is stopped. And and while it's stopped, um, I would assume that everybody in the caravan would approach to the front. And um, while approaching to the front to realize what is going on, uh, the man is talking to the caravan master. Now, this caravan master is um, Doug Mamadin, Sheriff Cowboy. Oh, wait a minute. Sheriff Cowboy. Oh, really? Sheriff yes. the Doofdale Mamadin? Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. I know, that one's my steel defender. The bigger D D4 is me. Oh. Um, and, and, he, and he goes, 
I don't understand. We've been running through this for years now. I really don't think it's a problem. He's, no, no, you don't understand, okay? You don't leave here. <laughs> Halisa needs a tribute or your caravan is not going to be safe, okay? Well, we gave her a tribute last year. You don't think 10,000 gold is a good enough tribute for two years' worth? Uh, no, no. She needs to be appeased, or I promise her everything that you have will be destroyed. Uh, right. Hearing the name Elisa. Uh, no, Halisa. Halisa? Yeah, it's not, it's not no. E-L-I apostrophe okay. A-A-S-A. Uh, it's more of a K-H... Uh, a L I S A A. It's a. Ha. It's somewhat similar, but um, is more of like a native tongue thing. You wouldn't right. know this as a dwarf, um, and it, uh, it, it could some. Uh, you know, Parker, could you roll me a his uh, a religion check? Religion check. I yes. can do that. Okay. Choose your dice. That's mightily. that's a twenty. All right. Dirty twenty. Oh well, boy, he, he's making sure. No, 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 no. I, I got the right size. He of got dice. the clover one okay. too. This is gonna be good. And it's religion, okay? Yes. Okay. okay. That's a seven. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, no, that's a seven, including the plus four. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, so you, uh, oh, boy. you were being so lucky. Being so engrossed in science and and mechanics and all that kind of stuff, you really didn't care much for the gods, so you no, didn't pay as much attention no. uh, in classes. Doesn't involve me. I'm good. Um, You're too cool for them. I am too good for religion. Uh, and uh, the man, the man at the tollbooth goes, <laughs> "The queen of the sand requires tribute." Okay. You don't think everybody doesn't want to do it, but you have to, or you're not going to be safe. Doug gives a, a hearty sigh of, like, defeat uh, as he goes, all right, does it have to be as much gold as last time? Um, and, the, and the man says, oh, no, no, it does not have to be 10,000 gold. Oh. But, uh, you know, some food, some water... Yeah, as long as you have enough for to get to Piratus, and you give a hefty gold sum, maybe two, three thousand, your whole caravan should be able to supply that. Um, he's like, fine. But if I find out that you're just running a scheme, I will come back, and I will make sure you pay to the law, do you understand? Uh, and he goes, yes, yes, I understand completely. Um... So after the course of another a couple hours, a uh, bunch of caravanners give up some food, give up some water. Uh, you're you're asked um, uh, for to give up some of your rations. Um, and uh, give me one second, Alina. You um, you can't feel this, but your rations are given up. Uh, some of your rations are given up. Okay. So you guys traveled throughout the throughout the desert. Um, and one thing that the uh, that uh, uh, Thor and James's character uh, seem to notice is that, uh, as well as as well as Lawrence, um, that when you enter the desert after giving this tribute, there is an aura of sand that surrounds the caravan, about 20 feet in each direction. Um, 
and it is like a wall of sand. You cannot see past it. You cannot see through it. If you try to approach it, it like bulges out to accommodate for your presence and give you some space. But you are assured that as long as you keep walking straight, you go along the path, everything will be safe. Over the next couple of weeks, you guys make your way and you enter, uh, you approach the city of Piratus. So uh, if you want to move the, the token, yeah, that would be up great. Here. Yeah, up there is perfect. You guys don't have to move all of them. This is just one token. One to we okay, move all of them. We are a group. Move is one. Where we go right. one, we go all. Um, as you guys are as you guys are approaching the city, you see large, grandiose sandstone walls, um, in a very um, Arabian kind of like Arabian Nights sort of mussy'sly uh, formations, or um, it's very uh, very prone for the desert. Uh, the walls are essentially sandblasted smooth. Um, there are guard towers here and there, um, and there's a large gate that at the head of the uh, of Piratus, um, as like sort of an emblazoned symbol, is the symbol of the queen. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the image of the queen. Have I, did you guys see it all on the Discord? Still, yes. You might want to still describe it for the audience, though. Yes. So the image of the queen is the one on the left, by the way. Um, it is a symbol of what looks like a tiara, with the the jewels that would be there are sort of crystalline, uh, have sort of crystalline structures of what seems to be like, um, kind of like if you think of like your rupee from um, from Legend of Zelda is, is what it kind of gives off. And then in the middle, where the the large wide faced band uh, wraps around, you see the image of like uh, a cross. And I don't mean like a, a Christianity cross, but I mean like not like, like crosshairs, like plus sign, yeah. Um, what was that? The X. letter X. Yeah. Yeah. X, but turn, turned a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. drawing is a plus sign. Yeah. And as you guys enter the city, you see water flowing where, as you look around you, where the sand is kind of dispersing to, to let itself go away as you're entering the city, you see just barren desert, kind of like Sahara levels. Um, you see, um, you basically see nothing. You just see sand. You see the heat waves uh, above it. Um, and as you're entering Piratus, you have a lot of, 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 of wonderful architecture. And there's music and spices um, that you can smell as you're entering through the streets. As you take that break, garage uh, <laughs> first became English uh, from the French word guerrier in 1902. Hmm. While we're taking a break, your mom says food is ready. Wunderbar. Do you want to take a 15-minute uh, break and go eat real quick? That was actually yeah, a pretty sure. clean point there. So, yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, so we left off. You were describing as we were coming in yep. through the gates. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's good? And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that cool. That works just fine. There's a giant and... spike there now, so that's yep. great. That is um, excellent. So... Uh, as you guys are, are uh, enjoying the, the, the air, it, it took you guys most of the day to get here. Um, and, and it's kind of dying out into the, the earlier evening. Um, you, can, you can see the sun is, is probably going to be setting in a couple hours. Um, and Elena just, um, just starts walking in the direction towards a barn tavern. Um, 
Along, uh, what else does every what does everybody else do? Um, I will back to Thor and James's character. Uh, the name of character. Uh, I'm sorry, I I don't think I ever got your names. Ah, ah, hi, I'm uh, I'm Thor, Thor Flathammer. Flathammer, and I'll turn to James. I I don't remember it. Oh. Uh, do you remember anything? I, I remember my life, kind of. A little hazy. How much of your life? Well, I was a, a battle cleric, and I remember dying. Ooh, do I know if Lay on Hands would work on a Warforged? Uh, for the sake of mechanically, yes it does. Um... <laughs> In what capacity do you mean it will work on a Warforged? Um, I don't... Maybe to see if it could jog his memory of any sort, if it's like some sort of condition that he's under. Um, let's just say for the sake of you attempt to, but it doesn't seem like it has any effect on him. Okay. What so I, I just like put my hand on his shoulder and see if it does anything. Yeah, your hand glows for a second, <laughs> but um, nothing happens. Hey, wait, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Mess with his robot. It's um, uh, it's one of my abilities. Yeah, we'll take it elsewhere. He's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, clearly, uh, for all not. for all intents and purposes, he's fine. You don't have to be worried about him because I'm worried about him, and I'm worried about him a lot. So you don't need to be worried because I'm always worried. This guy's always worried. It's. There's nothing wrong with having more than one person worry about you. Yeah, but he's not your problem. He's not your business. Look, clank and clunk are my responsibilities. <laughs> That's not. I'm not going back. The bigger one, James, is clank, and the little one's clunk. And um, I will go. My apologies. It's in my nature to be concerned if I see anyone that seems to be in need of help. Are you guys moving while you talk like this? Yeah, or, yeah. we're just like, we're, I'm just walking into the town yeah. as we're having this conversation, I guess. Okay. And so I don't think that it's that big of a deal. I appreciate the help, although there's not much anyone could really do. And then I'm going to turn to Thor and be like, really clank and cluck. You know, what's the problem? Terrible names. He goes clank, that one goes clunk. I don't see the issue. <laughs> That's the noise they make I, when I, I hit him look, with the hand. I, look I don't even have my like, character look yet, And I whisper under my breath. I'm trying not to talk. Oh, Chris, help me. And then I leave as you say, them. As you say that, you hear uh, a distant uh, a yell in the, the town square. So you guys are kind of like moving around a town square at this moment. Um, Piratus is a very large <laughs> town that has multiple squares. Um, in these squares are, are various fountains where people draw their water from and drink from and all that kind of stuff, as well as around said fountains have different stalls or buildings and things like that. Um, as you are, are kind of moving past this fountain, uh, Elena is also there, kind of like standing in front, of, like moving in front of you guys and not necessarily paying attention to what's going on. Um, you hear uh, uh, some people are getting into an argument. Um, and one of them, uh, yells extremely loudly. I'm not going to yell extremely loudly for the sake of everyone's ears. Um, and, uh, and then 
uh, as he's yelling extremely loudly, he keels over. The other man he was in an argument with starts to run off. And, um, and, um, that's me. Yep, Jacoby. Yeah. Uh, you are in the town square, minding your own business, probably buying wares here and there. Um, you hear the man yelling. Uh, you go to look. Um, and this man is bleeding out on the ground. He's just been stabbed. Oh, what the fuck, mate? What the hell are you doing? The, the other guy's like dash. He's like gone. Right, he's already thrown that guy out of his mind. He sprints to the person keeling over with the wound. Uh, immediately, he will uh, assess the wound, and then... Uh, as, as you're doing that, uh, Elena, you come too. Might oh, I shit. also rush towards the body? So as you're opening stuff. your eyes, there's a body in front of you. There's a whole bunch of people crowding around it. And the guy laying in front of you has just been stabbed and is now bleeding out on the floor. Goddamn oh, mittens boy. and Wait. tell me what I'm even supposed to do here. Did, did she do it? No. 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 Oh, did she say it? was two people that. arguing. I, the one who did it ran the fuck up. Okay, yeah. No, I, I will walk over it and cast Cure Wounds on the freshly stabbed person. Okay, so you cast uh, Cure Wounds on him. Go ahead and uh, roll for HP. Is it, It's 2d4, right? No, Cure Wounds is 1d8. 1d, oh, okay. Plus your spellcasting modifier. <laughs> he heals six hit points. Nice. That's not bad. That's not bad. So uh, you see you see the blood, uh, you see the wound that was like freshly gushing out blood now seals over. Um, and uh, and he looks over towards you and he goes, Oh, thank you very much. Uh, you saved me. It is, uh, I, I re- it is debt. I repay you. Yes, yes. Are you all right? And I'll start uh, to help him up. I will also help. <clears throat> After putting away some bandages, because apparently it was handy. <laughs> yeah, you see him, he's like pulling up bandages, you're just like, whoop, and he's down. Fucking sorcery. God, fuck. Well, that is part of what I do. Uh, huh, well, let me help you with this. Nice gentleman. So as you guys are kind of carrying him over, he leads you guys to a cart uh, it's, uh, with that he has a, a stall open. Uh, there seems to be various arms and armor, um, as well as like different uh, weapons of, of what seem to possibly be magical nature. You're not quite sure, but uh, he kind of leans over on the cart and goes, Thank you, thank you. What, what is your name? Uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence Alpheus Winchester. The pleasure is all mine. Lawrence, very nice to meet you. Um, uh, Jacob, would you mind describing your character? Uh, So, my character is a ranger who stands at a very average uh, 5'11 height. Uh, He's not very built, but he's very athletic in uh, stature. He's kind of scruffy looking. Think of like an Indiana Jones, Nathan Drake, and a uh, Brandon Fraser combined. Okay. Very Hold on, I'm, I'm picturing it. <laughs> Picture it. Give us a minute to process. Uh, yeah, while you're processing. While, while, you, while you're processing. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, no, that doesn't look good at all. Oh, you're imagining the wrong things then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just smashed all of their faces together. Yeah, that's not supposed to do that. No. Was that four eyes? It's supposed to be just a suave-looking no kind harder. of gambler risk taker. Okay. No. Uh, Han very, Solo. Han Solo. That works. Yeah. That, that works. Just say Han Solo. Han Solo. Uh, what is your character's name? My, his name is Erebus 
Erebus. 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 E-R-E-B-U-S? Uh, E-R-E-B-U-S, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and the, the shopkeeper goes, I am Sabo. I am a shopkeeper, as you can see. Uh, what are what are you doing, Elena and uh, James and Thor? I'm not phased. I, 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 it's not me. I didn't get stabbed. I want to walk up and like, do things like this happen often? No, he was just upset, and he thinks that one of my items belongs to his brother. Did one of his uh, items belong? Is the person who ran off like gone, gone? Yeah, like nobody, no, no, yeah, nobody gave him any chase. And at this point, assuming that they know the lay of the land and alleys and streets and like that, you didn't get a good look at them. Yeah, they're just gone. Yeah. Uh, I had the choice of either running after him or helping the guy. And because I am kind to everyone, I will go help the guy first before giving chase. So yeah. It's a little excessive to. Trying to kill someone. I don't think it's that excessive when you're worried about your brother and some of his items. Like, it could, you know, his brother could be lost yeah, yeah. for him, but... It, they, I have uh, not the best reputation in town. People uh, uh, think uh, I steal, so they think uh, stabbing me is okay. No, you don't uh, say. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> fair enough. Uh, I won't ask you if you do at all, sir. Um, I would just like to make sure, are you okay, though? Now that you cast the magic on me, yes. That wasn't me, it was that gentleman. Okay, okay that you cast magic on me, Mr. Lawrence. Yes. Here, uh, take this. It's like uh, magic, but not as good as yours. He hands uh, you a uh, health potion. Oh, thank you. Uh, anything else, I appreciate it very much. Uh, anything else I can do for you? Can I, as like a trained blacksmith and artificer, like looking around his shop, see if anything really stands out? Um, there's various arms and armors created by what you can tell by your your um, your experience. Probably different blacksmiths from different places. Mm -hmm. They all seem to have various um, designs or or trademarks right. of so different. He's like a reseller and distributor. He doesn't make any of the stuff himself. Exactly. Okay. So, um, can I ask, what am I doing in in this place? Um, the reason you are going to Piratus is because um, you have been told, which I'm sorry, I forgot to do this earlier. You've been told that there is um, there's been trouble in Piratus lately, that uh, people have been <clears throat> going missing, and that uh, they need somebody to go help them uh, find the people that are missing and see what's going on, um, what's causing will, it. Um... <sighs> If you could possibly spare any information about missing people in Piratus. Missing people? Yes, uh, uh, especially if you've heard the name Rives before. Rives? Yes. <clears throat> I don't think so. All right. Thank you for your time. Uh, missing people? Uh, I don't know anything about that. Do you know anybody that might have any information. I mean... Uh, uh, I'm sure somebody's missing somebody. So if they're upset, maybe go to mayor's place or something like that where 
you know, people who care about missing people will go. I just sell stuff. You sell stuff? Uh, do you mind if I take a look at the dagger that was believed to go to that assailant's brother? Uh, it was not the dagger. It was uh, armor. Armor? Yes, he was, uh, he, he was, this dagger was not left in him. Wow. He was, like, shanked, and then the guy took the weapon and left. So I meant just, uh, like, the item that he thought was stolen from his brother. Yes. Um, I can just investigate it. I, I would just like to look at it to see if there's anything remarkable. Yes, yes, come, come, you look. Um, he shows you this breastplate. Um, it's a fairly decent-looking breastplate of half-plate. Um, there seems to be uh, knocks and scratches here and there, and uh, one hole that seems to have been probably patched up. Patched up. Uh, Elena, what would you be doing at this time that you have now come to um, consciousness? Well, Elena's probably just trying to figure out why her patron would send her here, what her purpose is. So I think she's just kind of listening, trying to figure out what to do. When he goes over to inspect the armor, can I also be looking for like symbols of who might have made it or where it might have come from? Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. Hot damn, I am very good at these. I have a plus seven. <clears throat> that's pretty good. Yeah. That's bad. Oh, that's a 24. Oh my All god. All right. So, <laughs> I told you, I'm very good at these. So with a 24, um, you know exactly where it was made. It was made in Piratus uh, by um, probably one of the smiths here. Um, you can see a calling card, um, like a like a, kind of a imprint. Like that, a maker's mark. A maker's mark, it would be more <laughs> apt. Um, you can tell that the the style of the breastplate is, is pure, uh, purities. Paradian, I'm gonna say Paradian. Uh, you can tell it's Paradian, but um, you don't know exactly who the maker is. You just know the general area it's, that it's like. It's of a local history. Yeah, right. um, Elena, as as uh, you're like confused and you're like, I have no idea what I what, 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 what I'm gonna do here. I woke up. A man was dying. A bunch of people ran over. I don't know who anyone is. I'm yeah. rightfully confused. Um, your patron is going to whisper into your brain, um, These people, follow them. Learn about the missing ones. And then you will find more of yourself. That's all he says. Um, I will kind of look back at where she's sitting. How, how long did it take for us to get to Piratus? From the start... Uh, from Plagoon, about a month. From the wall, about two weeks. So, would that be about from where she got on? Or no, she is on from a cliff. She was, oh, she yeah, was she on. Was on she, both, all the people you saw of interest, which is the other party members, were already in the caravan when you joined. Okay. So, from where I had joined it, it had been about a month. Yes. Okay. So, I'm going to walk over to her and say, seems that you're finally with us. You were walking absent-mindedly for about the past month. Are you all right? Oh, the drone's awake. Drone's awake! I'm gonna turn back at him with like, you're one to talk. Like a year? I know what I said. Does <laughs> kindness not exist in any of the people I've met thus far? <laughs> you excluded. You are a, a very nice sort. I, Laramus? Nice to meet you, Lawrence. <laughs> no, I, I didn't catch your name. Uh, Erebus. Erebus. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? 
I know. Elena just, she uh, very seriously says, I'm Elena Cypress. Uh, I pardon my uh, absent-mindedness. Nice to meet you. And like reaches out her hand very I, stiffly. I this is this is surprising. You traveled with her for an entire month. She didn't look at anybody. She didn't interact with anybody. You could have called, even if you knew her name, you could have probably called her name or called for attention. It's like you don't even exist. And now she's like, hi. <laughs> I just shake her hand and I'm like, the pleasure is all mine. Erica just doesn't know what the fuck is going on over there. Yeah. I'm just like, she's been absent for like a month or so? What the fuck? Anyways, he's going to no. ignore that. Uh, no. Finish looking over the uh, breastplate. Uh, doesn't have any markings. Uh, uh, that look anything like, since it's locally made, it's not anything ancient that I can look at. Correct. Yeah. I think. Uh, so I lose interest. I hand it to uh, Thor, who I don't know the name of, uh, and let it let it let him either steal it or give it back to the shop owner. I at that point, not my problem. Not my problem. Can I tell why? Before you do that, listen. I help people when they're in danger. Uh, if they get stolen from, them, then I'll help. Uh, I'm a reaction, Elena. not a proactive. <laughs> yeah. what, 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 you were going to say something, and then yes, I feel like she's looking around at this group of people, and she's definitely going to notice the giant robot and then the smaller robot. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I think she's just gonna look at the robot and then look at the group and then look at the robot and be like, what is this? Oh, that's mine. That's... What do you mean by yours? That's very interesting. Apparently, Tell me. He has no sense of tact, I have noticed. Tact? Well, if he owns it, then it's his. Is this a yeah. slave? I wouldn't call it that. It, it is a living creature. Do you have a deed for him? Yes. Then he's a slave. Is it a him Only or an it? person. I don't know. What are you, robot? <laughs> I was a dwarf. <laughs> oh, you were a dwarf. You know, he keeps saying that, and I don't believe him. Is it because he's taller now? Well, not just that, but like, you know, dwarves have heritage and shit. Can it I? seems not to know anything. Can I make like a history check or something to oh, see can if there's anything about like dwarves and robots? Me being uh, you can make, forgetting everything. You can make one, but it's gonna be pretty high DC. All so right. go ahead and make one. I would oh, also boy. Like to try that. Um, you can make one. It's also gonna be very high DC. Yeah. I do know, like, categorically what yeah, he's it's a 13. supposed to nope. be. Yeah, I no. just don't consider him to be like a legit warforged because he's like got gaps in his memory. Oh, uh, that's a 10. So no. Yeah, no. Fix it and stuff. Unfortunately not. Unfortunately, that was a two, and I have a plus eight for history. Jeez. <laughs> Where'd you get a plus eight for so history? So I have plus save it, uh, plus seven originally, with my proficiency in it, and then my observer gives me another plus one. Holy shit. No. Nods and in history? Yeah. My intelligence and history. I thought it was just uh, perception and insight. He says it's also a plus one to my um, uh, history. So as you hand Thor the breastplate, I am inspecting the craftsmanship of the smaller robot. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sabo is going to look at you and be like, Ah, can I have that back when you are done? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere with it. I'm just curious. Just admiring a fellow craftsman's work. He, he kind of gives you like this wiry, like kind of, I wouldn't say suspicious, but like scummy smile. He's like, oh, yes, thank you. 
Uh, and he takes it from you, and then he puts it back on the shelf. I want to see you. I want to see if I can gauge this guy and see if he's actually a thief or not. Go ahead and make a. Go ahead and make an insight. <laughs> New dice. Don't screw me over this time. That's a natural. <laughs> 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 he seems like a shopkeeper. Could <laughs> <laughs> I make an insight check? As First man? natural one. Sure. I'll say you can make. So one that's an eight total, just so you know. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that would not succeed. That's not high enough. James, uh, maybe don't use those dice. But they're new. It's <laughs> a seventeen from me. He, he is not a thief, but he may not be telling the whole truth. He's not above board. I see. I'm which, just gonna kind of look at him and make I an internal note about that. I've had my character since I've been in Puritus for a while. Like, uh, being from here or being in Puritus for a while, I assumed that was the case. I didn't really want to check though. Mm. So I was just like, hey, it's shopkeeper in Puritus. Also, one thing you know because you've lived in Puritus for a long time is there's a lot of adventurers who come here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not only for um, different quests, but also because uh, a lot of archaeologists need guards and adventurers are the only ones with balls enough to go into ancient civilization where there could be danger. Unexplored scenarios. Exactly. <laughs> um, as well as the fact that uh, adventurers are always promised a reward for how whatever um, wonderful bounty oh, that they find in, in, in the ruins uh, and such. And because of that, he will now, after losing interest in the breastplate, he'd be like, so what are y'all doing over here? I'm here to help find the missing people that I've been hearing about. Yeah. Me as well. I am also looking for a missing person. Only one. Uh, other people I have tried to help not to go missing. Uh, Could you elaborate on the circumstances behind the people you're trying to keep from going missing? I'm a guy. That. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Missing in a different sense. I yeah, see. yeah. I, I keep people from going missing. I, I make sure they don't get lost in the desert and dehydrate. And die. Uh, yes. Yeah, that that happens. Uh, so that happens. I can tell you most of the people that have gone missing probably didn't die because they were with me. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah. So you're not going to get us killed then. What am I doing to help you? I'm also looking for missing people. Well, He's missing for missing. I'm person, looking singular. for my. He's not I'm, just, look, I'm looking for a certain someone. He's not, not just everyone. shopping it around. He's got one in mind. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> Don't make that sound too gay, though, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. I, I like believe we've just gotten the long way around of saying no homo. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not on the prowl? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I'm scared. Um, and what's wrong with humans? Uh, what? Nothing. Alright. Anyway. He's weird. It's, no, he's, hey, look he's at that. What the heck? I mean, I, mean, now, I, so I take that, I take that as, as, as an affront Are to my okay? character. Excuse me. Blink twice for yes or no. He doesn't have Because I now I did. That was the joke. <laughs> That's no, why I said yes or no. You can clearly speak. We've seen that much. Yeah. You uh, don't need it to blink. You can see speech? What? No. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm still confused why everyone's interested in my property. Where, where uh, are if, you from? If you don't mind, if you're not going to buy something, oh, yeah, uh, right. oh, yeah. I Sorry. would like everybody to Sorry. be able to see my cards. So. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, actually, might I peruse your words? Sure. What are you looking for? Uh, just show me what you have in stock. 
Uh, I believe we have a player's handbook, so if you look through that for any uh, like equipment that is available, um, health potions are 50 gold apiece. How many gold would I have? That's a great how question. How much gold would I have? How much gold do you have? How Did your gold, gold can I have? <laughs> Did you? Okay, so what what's your... What did you your... get from your background? What, how much... I'm, I'm an acolyte. I'm a church boy. So you get 10, so you get 10 gold for your background. And then, because you started with starting equipment, I would assume, correct? Yes. You don't get any additional gold, so you just have ten gold starting. And then I say, never mind, I'm actually broke. He just wanted to look a little bit longer. All right. Um, my he, he gives you... He, gives you, you. he opens his like, wallet no, and the no, come no, out. No, 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 like, he shakes his leg because he's got like a side pouch with all his money and he hears like a couple coins clicking and then he goes, oh, that's right, I don't have any money. Yeah, uh, Sava was like, I don't, uh, I, yes, uh, maybe come back when you have some more. Yeah. I don't know when that'll happen. Yes. Uh, well, then so I guess I will see you when I see you. Yes. Uh, goodbye, sir. Um, y'all were missing for missing persons, you two at least. Um, like the shopkeeper said, Mr. Sava, uh, the mayor might have some information on that, I believe. I see. Uh, well, if you're trying to talk to the mayor, I might be able to help. And how, how would you is be able that? to help? I'm titled. What does that mean? That means I am of... Entitled? I can tell He's the related to the mayor. I am of substantial He's lineage. I could get you a meeting. Fine. I guess you can call uh, Thor, what exactly are you and... I'm Kira sorry, why Thor? don't we like him again? Because He's, He's a, a little weird. Did you actually just say that, or are you just telling her? <laughs> I, I, I don't say that, I'm telling her. I was asking Lawrence, character! Unless he's pissed off, Lawrence wouldn't say, oh, what okay. Is, what is your... Uh, uh, he's a touch... Eccentric. Insensitive to other people. So, the reason why we're here, which... Yes, that's what I was asking. The answer is because we're apparently doing archaeology, Oh, yeah, that I can help with. I mean, it's a little more complicated than that, but basically, and I'm here yeah. I have nowhere else to go. Ah, uh, fair enough. Because like of property. Because of this piece of paper. I just, I always keep it on. <laughs> Why do you just carry that around? Can I attempt uh, to well, because take without this, I said paper. <laughs> I mean, are you going to get her? I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm. I'm just holding it like just I'm hanging on. Are you, you going to let her take the piece of paper? No. All right, so go ahead and make a sleight of hand, and you set the DC as to how hard it would be for her to take it out of your hand. I mean, I'm not gripping it like I'm gripping like super hard. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, right. I'm essentially saying if you want her to let it, if you want her to take it out of your make hand, it, make set it, a, make it make it easy. It's going to be don't. a 19. No, I, well, I don't want to let her have it, but I don't think I can beat a 19. Oh, you can. I, what I'm saying is, you can say like. You can essentially say no if you said, I want the DC to be a billion, right? There's no possible way she could take it out of your hands. Just, I mean, in, case, to, just in case people are like, I want to steal from that character. You know what I mean? <laughs> just in case. No, a 19, would, she would definitely take it. All right. like a 19. I'd like to take the piece of paper and just read it over. Very, very fascinated by what this is. It is a deed of ownership that uh, a dwarf sign, which you don't know the name of, because um, it's just a signature, and he was supposedly he signed because there's just signatures. I mean, was, there's two signatures. If it was like an official piece of paperwork, I would have signed my name as a part of the house of the mayor, not as Thor Flathammer. There you go. Um, it, 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 it basically. Do I know it's from Dwarf Queen? 
Um, is there a date on it? Make an intelligence check. And like after she's gotten the chance to like read the first page, I want to try and take it back. All right. But in good Let time. Let me find my intelligence. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, you could probably tell it's from a dwarf from Dwarf Week. I mean, there's no other time of year that the dwarves come out. Got it. So, so I'm just gonna turn to to Thor here and go. You got this at Dwarf Week. How much did you pay for this thing? Well. <laughs> hey. How much did you pay for your slave? He's standing, he's standing right next to him. Like I'm right, I'm right fucking here, dude. <laughs> it, it's no okay, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. Particularly nice person either. Fair. I got Fair. him for a steal. I only played. She I sold played her soul, man. What a steal piece? My God. No, no. I, I, I got him for a steal. I only paid twenty gold for this. You game. stole him. Oh, twenty. Okay, makes sense. Pretty good deal. I'm gonna look back at James's character. And I, I, I take it that you made the small one based off the big one? There was some... Yes. Interpretation. <laughs> uh, listen, I had already started we... building Clunk before I found Clank. And Clank just kind of gave me some of the... Okay, can, we, you, can, can you at least give him a proper name? Can we give him listen, a better name? Listen, I've already explained this. When I whack that one with a hammer, he goes Clunk. When I whack that one with a hammer, he goes Clank. Clank and Clunk, what else do you want? How much Clank you? Could you take just a moment to consider what type of emotions run through his mind when you call him Clank? When you talk about hitting him with a hammer. Because that's the sound he makes when he you hit him with a hammer. He should be grateful, I fixed him. How did you fix him? I so want to hear it. So you bought a broken robot. Yes. He, to his, to his defense, he did fix you. Your eye is now recovered. Um, like most of the dents and scratches, like he can't buffer all of them out, but, uh, but he took the really damaged way. ones and like really, uh, either replaced their pieces, um, if they were like simple, um, and if they were more complex, he buffed out a, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, damage that you sustained. So like what I would have been able to like remove parts of his like physical body and like hammer them back into shape. Well, stuff. yeah, I mean like to imagine that a human has skin, Warforge right. probably has metal plates that like cover the internal yeah. access. So yeah. So exactly. So well, he goes clank, that one goes clunk. Just because you fixed him doesn't and mean that you that shouldn't you treat him with name? some matter of civility. I I have been perfectly civil. I mean, to and I look at James's character and I go, can I get a fact check on that? On <laughs> <laughs> that he's been civil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just so you guys know, <laughs> All right, I, I guess. Just so, just so you guys know, it is becoming uh, closer to nighttime. The sun has now set uh, over the course of you guys uh, talking for a couple hours and getting to know each other. Um, it's probably going to be uh, nighttime soon. What would you like? What would you guys like to do? Would I know if there was? I give uh, him back his papers. Oh yeah, thank you. And I will tuck them back in my bag. I wasn't trying to steal his robot. I just wanted to know where he got the robot. To be fair, it doesn't have your signature on it. I'm gonna make a note that she's very grabby. <laughs> and then, uh, would I know if there are um, like any uh, makers guilds or anywhere that I could, you know, like. Uh, to go to just kind of get the get the vibe of like how um, trade works around here. 
You don't think we should uh... how trade works, huh? No, no, I mean, I mean, like in terms of like I'm getting like the a... stairs from the DM. <laughs> Maybe because you specialized your history on the trade system, the entire economy <laughs> of the entire island. Yes, and I read the four-page Google Doc, and I it was four pages. I only got one and a half. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't think that we should get a? Read? I know all about the well, fishing um, of the economy. Sebastian, are there any um? Uh, no, go ahead. I'm just getting out. Okay. Because are, are, is like there something. any, you know, anything having to do with Kress in Piratus anywhere? Um, the largest, so the largest of the temples of Kress uh, resides in Piratus. Um, and um, other than that, mo like most cities have small temples in them, um, but they're not necessarily as grandiose as the one in Plagoon. The one in Plagoon is literally... Like the entire campus of the temple probably covers like a tenth of the entire city, and because of my acolyte background, I can get like a room yeah, to stay in. You okay. could get free lodgings for yourself, um, and, um, as long as like you're like, hey, I'm a disciple of Cress, and everybody is like, yeah, that's cool. Could I possibly get lodging for companions? Uh, I'm gonna say make a persuasion check. Can I? Am I? Are we saying? That, oh, I'm gonna like say I. I might possibly be able to get us lodging for the night, and then go there. And I'm gonna do channel divinity, which is uh, the one that adds plus five to persuasion for ten minutes. Okay. Oh, persuasive, aren't we? Just hope for one. Wow. That is it's already a twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so that... wait, wait. Twenty-two minutes. plus. That's a twenty-six. Holy yeah. So definitely, uh, <laughs> you you go to the temple, um, and uh, and you're like, hey, you know, I'm 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 a part of the temple of Cress. You show them like a little uh, insignia that shows that you're part of like clergy, essentially. I I probably just have a, like a little wrist, like, yeah, thing like, that dangles off of my wrist, and I show it to people. It's kind of like prayer beads, to... but just for like your wrist. Yeah. Um, and uh, you say, I have some friends who'd like some lodging. Uh, and uh, we're here to, you know, do Cress's work and help find the missing people. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Like, come on in. Go ahead. Um, Elena, as you enter the Temple of Cress... Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, no! Consecrated ground, heads up. Uh-oh. <laughs> you take 13 points of radiant damage. Oh, shit! As, um, actually... as, as basically, as you enter the Temple of Cress... You can just see uh, Elena like crumple to the ground a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. run over to her <laughs> and like uh, put a hand on her shoulder. And, are, are you all right? I'm fine. I don't. I don't do well in a, in temples and religious. And as you're saying, as you're saying this, you just hear from your uh, patron on the inside. Get me out of this place. I'm not going to wait outside. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, before she goes, I'm gonna. Oh, well, that doesn't sound suspicious. <laughs> Before she goes, I'm gonna cast Cure Wound. <laughs> All right. Stay inside the church. No churches for Elena. <laughs> you recover nine points. Thank you. Hit, oh. Nine hit points. Uh, Erebus didn't intentionally follow them. He was kind of just blanking out and walked with the group. Uh, he's like, I'm sure you follow them to like get more information about them. And yeah. as a guide, yeah. right, you'd want to like kind yeah. of butter yeah. them up. Yeah. So that's like, yeah. hey, yeah. you guys are trying yeah. to find missing people. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I know a guy that can uh, help you. Don't go out at night. It's scary. Very scary. <laughs> Very scary. Um, it gets really cold. It's essentially legal. Oh, you don't yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if she needs a place to stay, I have a spare bedroom. That's about it. I can't fit all of you in my house. Well, uh, I, 
I think that, and I point my hand towards Thor and James's character. I'm not calling him Clank. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's Clonk. He's Clonk. Oh, my bad. No, no, my, no, no, oh, no, 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 my bad. He's Clank. The little bad. one's Clank. He's Clank. The little he's one's And then I go, like, Ratchet and Clank. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go, I, 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 I feel as if these two, this will be sufficient for you both, yes? Works for me. Alrighty. Um, if y'all need help in the morning, or I guess whenever y'all just need help, um, I can, if you want, I can meet you back out here in front of the temple and lead you to the mayor's house. Or we can go right now. I don't think it closes for another hour for sundown. Um, the the mayor will probably like get the notice, but he won't actually see you until tomorrow. Yeah. Well, why don't we? Why don't you send word that we're seeking a meeting and make sure you tell him that I'm the one seeking a meeting. That might help. A name uh, would also help. Would you have a piece of paper with your insignia? I would, and All I, will, right. I will use Summon Beast and just have like a little sparrow bird uh-huh. come up. Would you like to wrap it on his foot? <laughs> I will take out, I have a little pad of like notarized scrolls that have my, like my family crest and my like, I have, I have two of them. I have, this is important, I have two of them. I have one of them that has like my titled family name and my like whole like list of like, you know, Thor, son of yada yada yada. And then I have one that's like just, it's my own like, not my family's symbol, or Personal. my symbol for like my work. So like it's You're got professional. Like, yeah, business. one is professional, one is like title. And yeah. I'll, I'll write on the titled one. I'll just write like a, a short note to the mayor. Um, I'm recently arrived in town. I am seeking a short audience with you at the behest of some acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to be brief. And I'll just... Erebus will just hold the sparrow out, and it will lift up its claw a little bit. Be like, put it on me. <laughs> and then, you know, like he'll shoot it off, and it'll like fly towards the mayor's house. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to do tonight for taking your long rest? Uh, is there is there, like, a local, um, um, like, blacksmith's guild or something? Yeah, there probably is. Alright, I'm gonna tell uh, Clunk to, and Clank, uh, to both go wait in the temple, and I'm gonna go visit the uh, blacksmith's guild before it gets too late. While he's right. doing that, uh, I get uh, Caitlin's character, and I will just kind of head towards my house and gently show off the town because I am a guy that have it. Yeah. On your list, you'll see our most famous statue. You'll see one of the town squares with this flowing. Anyway. Uh, water. Uh, once upon a time, some guy turned into wine. It was actually blood. It was kind of weird. I imagine my character would be meditating and praying, and I imagine he's been doing that a lot lately. Alrighty. I will take the opportunity. I like mess up my hair, and it comes down to this mop that goes down to his ears, mm-hmm. and he'll go and, and pray with James's character. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Oh, and, um, clunk. 
like whatever James's character is doing, Clunk is just like mini me in it, like just following around behind him and noisily sitting down and just like doing exactly what Everybody's you precision and control, so it's a little oh, yeah. clunkier. Exactly. Uh, every once in a while, uh, my character will just kind of push him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a uh, rottweiler and like a little chihuahua. And yeah. Chihuahua like, mini yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, most towns, um, you would know, they don't necessarily go off of a system of, like, guildmanship. They have more of a system of just, um, endorsement. Right. So, yeah. like, most, like, all of them that are endorsed by the state are known to be good blacksmiths. They're not going to rip you off. All right, they've got stuff. a reputation. Yeah. So, you go to the blacksmith, correct? Yep. So, as you approach the blacksmith, um, you, you probably heard about a couple hours ago, like, uh, a final whistle. Um, which just meaning like people are starting to close up shop. Right. Um, and, uh, when you approach the blacksmiths, unfortunately, uh, it's already closed just because it's late at night. Right. All right. Well, I will take, um, another one of my, um, titled parchments mm-hmm. and I will just, I'll leave a short note, uh, something along the lines of. Uh, like who I am, why I'm in town, and that I'm seeking a meeting with the mayor tomorrow morning, but afterwards I will be by to discuss business and um, it's like some kind of inspector. Yeah, and I and I will take my one of my couple of hammers that I have on a belt, and I will take one of my nails that has my family crest on it and just kind of chunk it into the door. Alrighty. Leave it there for someone to find the next it's day. ninety nine feces. <laughs> on the door. <laughs> oh. Right. I am not a religious man. It, 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 Thor, Thor cares only for himself. Mm-hmm. You made that plainly pretty, evident. Yeah, pretty clear. <laughs> All right, so uh, is there anything else anybody would like to do before long resting? Caitlin, anything you'd like to check out while I'm guiding you? No, I'm just going to think. Do I know Jacob's character's name? Uh, if you were listening. Yeah. I, it was just said out loud. Yes, remind me as a player what it was. Erebus. <laughs> and she, she's just gonna be like, thank you for the hospitality, Eros. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah it's kind of part of my job. Yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, as you guys fall asleep, you feel the cold, uh, cool night air uh, caressing you all, and it's, it's soothing breathe, uh, breeze gently crawling on your guys' skin. Um, and you all have dreams. Imagine having skin. Imagine Dude, right? <laughs> oh, Dude. I'm sure you, you have a fantastic well. feedback on your metal, <laughs> metallic body. I, right? I, I have a question. I have an answer. So, Probably. James's character does not, well, I don't think he's capable of eating, but he doesn't need sleep. Does he no, still I have the eat. capability to? I can eat, it just doesn't do anything. What, are you, you going to mash it through your speaker grate? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's only allowed soft food. (laughs) Things he can push past the grate. Cheese. Cheese Yeah, yeah. Grate it in there. Cheese is his favorite food. (laughs) Just just drag it across his face. Like a cheese grater. Okay, that was my joke. As as a note, Clunk has a cheese grater for a face. Alright, so I imagine while you were uh, fixing my character, you'd take off the faceplate and use it as a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, okay. Let's start these dreams, shall we? Yeah. Alright. 
So Great. first we're going to start with Elena. Of course we are. Because who doesn't love great, terrible nightmares? Yeah. Um, we love that. For so me. Elena, you see your mother uh, in her kitchen. Uh, she's making some, it looks like some bread or something like that. Um, and you've had this dream uh, a million times. Uh, you've had this dream ever since you've had your pact. And it's the same dream every single time. Okay. Uh, and it's always the same scenario, but depending on what time of year it is, if it's winter, she's got, you know, winter clothing on. If it's summer, maybe the window's open. It's very small variations, um, but essentially the same exact dream. She is making something with dough. Uh, her dog, and in essence your dog, uh, is wagging its tail. It's like laying on the kitchen floor, just like lazy old dog. Um, and then you see that the house starts to catch fire. Um, your mother, however, gives... It's as if she has not even seen it. Uh, she keeps making her her... her her food or whatever she's making. This is fine. Um, and and you and you always hate this part of the dream because before that part, she's always peaceful. She's always happy and smiling. But the one part about your patron is he kind of enjoys your suffering. And I think he you've gathered this over the few years because every time you have this dream, her, the house catches fire. She seems to be completely oblivious, and then as soon as the fire starts to actually start consuming her and the kitchen itself, somebody comes up behind her uh, and knocks her out. And you only you see her collapse behind the counter, uh, and you see the person who knocked her out. Uh, you can't see the actual person. You all you see is like this blackish outline, um, but you see. You see them like take essentially a hammer or a club or some blunt object, usually the rolling pin, and just smash your brains in. And then you wake up. Oh boy. Uh, James, you okay. you have a dream, uh, and you have also had this dream more often than not. It's not every night that this happens. Hey, Nightmare Club! Um, yes! But um, every time you have this dream, um, it's the same thing over and over again. It's It starts off with somebody punches you in the nose, and you can hear the crack of metal. Uh, something like, uh, as if you'd taken like a, a bar of metal and you'd snapped it. Like a clink. <laughs> Not my words. <laughs> that was James' own words. Let me know about it. It's, it's, you, it's starting to stick. You're, you're in a fighting pit. Um, you can't see any of the faces of the spectators. Um, you can't even see the one, the face of the man fighting you. But all you know is that your fists have been bound together in fist shape. The enemy that you are fighting this brawler of some sort is an actual dwarf, as opposed to you, where your hands are metallic, your body's metallic, um, but on the ends of his hands are what seem to be little spikes of rebar. And uh, the, the whole night is you toiling about you endlessly beating this man and him beating you back. And sometimes you win, 
and sometimes you lose. But you can never remember if you fought this person before because sometimes the hair is different and sometimes it's the same. Sometimes the height is different, sometimes it's the same. Um, but all you remember in these dreams is that you are in some sort of fight pit and, uh, and it always ends with either you or your opponent getting knocked unconscious and not getting up. Um, Erebus. Yes. Your, uh, you have a dream. And this is one you haven't had in a while. Normally, you know, you go to bed, your eyes glaze over with darkness as, you know, your lids close. You wake up, mm -hmm. you're rested, and that's it. That's the night. Time passes. <laughs> um, some days, your dreams uh, remind you of why you're really here. Um, and sometimes when you wake up or when you open your eyes, you're not, you're not awake. You're, you're groggily getting up. You're noticing that there's some sound or some, maybe a smell or something had awoken you and you see a man, grown man, um, trying to sneakily walk out of the front door. You know this man to have been your father. And every time in the dream that you have this dream, you ask him, Dad, where are you going? And he always turns to you and he says, I'm going to earn a life that you kids deserve to be a part of. He then closes the door behind him and you wait and you wait. And you wait, and it never seems like he comes back. And when you get tired enough from waiting that you go back to sleep, you then wake up again. Now, here's the great one. Uh -oh. <laughs> Thor great and one. Lawrence. Oh, together? Yes. Two at once. It's not that you have the same dream and you can see each other in the dream, but you experience the same dream. Hmm. You both are dreaming and you can feel yourself in a room of some sort. It feels like a room, but it's a black abyss. You, you blink in this dream, but it doesn't even seem like you've changed anything. All you can feel is your eyelids closing and opening back up. But as you open your eyes back up, you see the sun start to crest on the horizon. You see it's coming up, dawn is arriving. The day is about to start. But still, the horizon and the ground and everything behind you and in front of you that is not the sun is black. Just pure black. And as it starts to go up, you see what appears to be a rat that scurries across the horizon line. And as the rat scurries across the horizon line, it mutates and it grows and it, it seems different than before. It grows longer limbs, it seems more humanoid, as if a mutant of some sort. And the rat takes out this wicked-looking dagger, and uh, it stabs into the sun. And at first, the sun continues to rise, and it continues to rise, and it continues to rise, and the rat has made its way off by now. But as soon as it hits the, 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 the peak of its, of its stay in the sky, the sun starts to blink, and then it starts to fall. 
and it crashes to the ground, leaving a crater like you've never seen before, turning the blackness that you see into a field of sand. And the sun itself extinguishes, but there is some sort of light that still allows you to see. Much to your surprise, though, people, crowds of people, emerge from this sand, not undead, not modified in any way, just crowds of people wearing uh, simple cloth clothing, um, as well as, you know, different linens. They seem to be of the people you've just seen in Paratus. They start to make their way towards the sun, and they take the little pieces here and there of shards of this sun that have collapsed and shattered, and they put it back piece by piece, and they, they cover the sun like a mole, like an ants on an anthill. And as soon as they finish putting it back together, um, the sun starts to rise. It starts to rise once more. Now, the market once had is gone, um, and the people who were surrounding it uh, have whisked away like as if they were sand themselves. The, the sun rises, uh, and this time it is even brighter than before. Um, and then you all wake up. What's the first thing you guys would like to do today? Uh, I need a drink of water after that fucking nightmare. All right, so you go get a drink of water. Can, I, can I summon my cat? Sure, you summon Mittens. Mittens is here. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to pet Mittens. Like a Bond villain or just like a normal person? Like a support. A <laughs> no, she needs her support cat after her nightmare. I do. Which is the same thing that also gave you the nightmare. For the record, yep. I'd just like to point out that it's ironic that she had, like, the family pet was a dog, and she now has a pact with, like, a cat. Based it fits in with the Egyptian thing. Well, she can, she can change the familiar. I wake up. It's just interesting details. Walk over to my pack, <laughs> and then I take a swig of liquor and go to pray. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caitlin, you should probably, if you haven't already, research Pact of the Chain mm -hmm. and uh, and put that on your character sheet, just so yeah. you know what it does. I will do that now. Sounds good. Uh, I would like to quickly, before um, before Adabush comes back to lead us to the mayor's house, I want to just real quick run by uh, where I left the note yesterday and see if anybody has picked it off the door yet. Uh, the blacksmith? Yeah. Um... Yeah, somebody has uh, picked it off the door, and you can hear a distant ringing from the inside. Alright, that's all. I just wanted to check on it. See oh, what the sitch was. You didn't want to go inside real quick? Nope. Alright. I left um, it out. I just um, wanted to see if somebody got the note. James, you do anything fun? No. Okay. Would you be playing yeah. with me? I mean, he would probably be yeah. walking around with I thought I'd go with Thor. Oh, oh Thor's back? No, he went to no, the. I, I so went, he woke up out. and went to the blacksmith right away. I right. didn't even like. If you wanted to follow me, that I wouldn't have stopped you. But I did like purposefully just whatever you were. Oh, right. he, came, you he came back after he went. To... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I went out last night and then I came back and then I. I hate to see Unlike the god of knowledge, Hames Japner, I am not a very intelligent person. <laughs> I'm a very wise person. <laughs> my intelligence. No. All right, we do. Jeff. After my water, uh, I need to put down put on some more clothes because I was about the gaming. Which was just my underwear. Okay. It's hot. Um, as in, I sweat a lot at night. Uh, he gets the Damn other one. 
Character. He gets that one. Caleb yep. one. He. What are you getting me? We're going oh. back to the church to grab those other ones. And I those. refuse to go inside the church. You do not have to go inside the church. <laughs> I saw you crumple like a rolled up piece of paper. It's right, so suspicious. Uh, you're fine. We're, we're just you were picking them up and then going somewhere else. We're going to the mayor's office. Okay. You were not discreet at all. <laughs> I mean, About to be fair, I didn't really how give her a choice. shouldn't be in yeah. <laughs> I did not know that was going to happen. That defense. too. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have been a little more discreet, but I was unaware. Or just said, no, I'm good. I can find my own lodging. Right. Yeah. She would all have right. avoided it. So I, I presume you guys all start making your way to the mayor's, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. While we do, I'm going to use my divine sense. Okay. What does your divine see. sense do? Uh, it allows me to detect. I don't. I'm just trying to take notes, and he's giving me the stare down. <laughs> uh, fiends and celestial beings. For I believe it's sixty feet. Uh-oh. I will need to check. Uh, your your uh, channel divinity does not find anything. Interesting. Interesting. I am a completely normal person with my completely normal cat. Even oh, yeah. Wait, does, does she does she have, have mittens though? You've met mittens. She is a she is not a celestial uh, celestial or fiend. Doesn't mean that she can't have influence from it or something like that. Right. No, but I'm saying, does she have her cat with her? Uh, yes, she does. Unless she said it went away. What? Wouldn't that profit if the cat's around? No, because it's not celestial or fiend. Technically, technically, um, fine familiar is a fae-based creature. Okay, celestial fiend or undead. Yep. Okay, none of those. I could have sworn. You're not currently right. possessed by the patron. Okay. But I, I mean, don't see anything. Let me look it up just to make sure I'm not retarded. No, you're right. You got it right. I, I pulled it up because I wasn't sure either. Oh, excuse me. Uh, it says, although it is a celestial fae or fiend of your choice. Oh, okay. So what do you want it to be? Do you want it to be a celestial fae or fiend? Mine? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Your cat. It still looks like a cat, but what's its soul made out of? What? What is, what is the soul called? of your cat made out of, Kate? Oh, God. <laughs> this is deeper than I thought we were going right now. What okay. is the content of your soul? And his thing can detect what? Fiend and celestial. Yes. But, um, fiend, celestial, and But, like, which one would I make I guess I'll make it stay, then. Well, don't make it based off of his decision, because okay. you would have done this a long time ago before yeah. he Okay, had... no, that makes sense. You're right. But what do you um, have... Before knowing all this, I don't feel like. Well, shoot. I mean, if I, I mean, can throw my two cents in, I, I probably should. Considering you can't <laughs> walk into a church. I really think you would have picked Fade originally without knowing. I would have? I yeah. Mean, you did Pact of the Fiend. Right. I feel like that's I, did, I did do Pact of the Fiend, she so did that would make sense. But, like, uh, the patron would be like, hey, this is going to be like that. Because your patron is interesting, and it's be like, I know some things. Would my patron have any input on what I would make it? Do you want your patron to have input? Yes. Okay, then it's a fiend. Great. <laughs> <laughs> if my patron has input and my patron says a fiend, then the cat's a fiend. That's okay, well then you sense a fiend creature. <laughs> like, I use my divine sense and I sense the fiend and I just go, you know, like I'm marching, then I go. And you see a cat just looking up at you. And I look at you, and I go, 
I'll talk to you about that later. It's just a cat. Well, technically, we'll go she, with that she summoned it out of your vision. Would you even know that it's hers? Right, but that's fair. Oh. Is it following her, though? Would you just... Yeah. Act? It's following the group, though. It's following the group. It could be his cat. You don't know. Okay, well, then I'm going to say... If you see the a one fiend in the shape of a cat, what would you do? That is, she is the one that collapsed after walking into the church. But, okay, uh, but that doesn't. Nec- animal, okay, but that no does not necessarily church. mean that the one is correlated to the other. You can have suspicions. Okay, but- okay, no, just stop. But backtrack. Okay. I will go to Lena and yeah. say, oh, is, this, "Is this your cat?" <laughs> <laughs> that solves all the problems. Yeah, it does. <laughs> is this your cat? Why are you asking? I'm just curious, because I didn't notice it yesterday, and it seems to be following us, but I don't think it belongs to anybody. Uh, it's not mine! Uh, uh, yeah, you don't do have you, a piece of paper for it. It's uncomfortable at all. your characters look uncomfortable? I will ask you, did, did you notice it with the cat at all yesterday, all this morning? Erebus will gently. I feel peek like over. Elena knows her patron is is in the cat, and that she probably shouldn't tell people she sold her soul. I mean, that just say admitting that the cat is yours does not necessarily mean like, <laughs> why? Yes, the cat is mine. I actually sold my soul, so that way my mother like yes. it's not like you're gonna be like, yes, here's my backstory. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but, but, in fact, but here I'm getting also you well. can also lie. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm talking. Just because you're familiar is a fiend doesn't mean that you are a warlock inherently, because that's just part of the spell and one of the three options. It yeah. could just be a coincidence. Yeah. It's a crinky dink. Um. From that nervous um, he goes, ah, oh, yeah, that's one of my summon beasts. He is just kind of like a scavenger. <laughs> hey, do, you have, do I believe him? Make an insight. Make a decision. <laughs> So he admits to it, and you're like, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, I go, oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> it, it is still a fiend if you care, but yeah. but it's a summon. And then I and then we'll talk about that later. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, there we go, full circle. <laughs> all right. So anything else? Uh, I will pick up mittens and kind of stroke them though, like a bondula. Okay. I mean, the familiar does follow your commands, so you can do whatever. Do you? I mean, I'm not gonna stop it. Okay. Well, then the cat would just be like, (laughs) as it's being fed. Yeah, sure. All right. So (laughs) I believe him unconditionally. So um, I'm a good liar. What can I say? So you guys go to the mayor's estate, right? Yes. I will be closely following Edibus because. I'm good. What? I'm good. Yeah, I know, because you're leading the way. I don't know where we're going, but I want to be the first one to talk to people because I feel very important. All right, so you you (laughs) get off your goddamn horse. I didn't summon that for you. So, um, so you guys go to the mayor's estate. There's two guards who seem to have um, sort of lighter 
more hide-based armor with like just like plates of metal that have kind of been uh, beaten into uh, plate shapes that kind of cover the the large parts of their body. So there's one metal uh, disc that's covering their torso, and then one on their back or, or the front of their torso, and one on the back, and a couple like plates on the legs. Um, very light compared to something like a full plate. They all carry um, uh, halberds, uh, and they have uh, swords at their sides and and shields uh, in in their other hand. Um, for as much as you know, a halberd with uh, used with two hands is a thing. Um, they have sort of lighter halberds that aren't quite as deadly as normal halberds, but can be used with other weapons as well. Um, and they're a little bit shorter, too. Um, so uh, the guard stops you at the gate. I, uh, do you have an appointment? Erebus will then look at the title master. Uh, yes, I believe word was sent yesterday. I am Thor of the House of Plagoon, and I have requested a meeting with the mayor. Give me one moment. Uh, he goes inside. The other guard just watches you guys. Uh, it's, it's, the, the day is kind of warm. There's a nice breeze, but, um, but it's, it's not bad. Uh, and the, and the guard comes out and he goes, okay, the mayor will see you then. Uh, he opens up the gate, uh, and you see this nice lavish looking, uh, like granite floor, like courtyard with a nice fountain in it. And there's some shrubs and they're being taken care of with, with large kind of cushion-like sofas that are just like, uh, just like the whole cushion itself is the sofa. It's like a big bean bag, but it's not made out of beans. Um, it's made out of sand, actually. Yeah, sure, I'll say that. You guys, you guys uh, enter the the mayor's hall, and there's uh, there's a couple pillars uh, of quartz, and it's very nice and white and pearly. The outside has been very like smoothly fine uh smoothly sanded by by the fine sands that uh blow through the through the town very gently but over probably hundreds or 200 years or so um you the 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 marble outside is like an egg like so smooth to the touch um and uh, the the mayor sits on his chair in the in the back uh yes so what can i do for you today Hi, Sir Mayor. This is Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a guy, not an introduction master. Well, Your uh, Honor, I am I am Thor of the House of Plagoon, and I have come seeking an audience with my acquaintances. About the missing persons. What about them? Do you have any sort of information on what might have happened to them? Most of the missing peoples are adventurers who were promised gold and glory and jewels from the various architects, uh, not architects, uh, archaeologists that go into old Plagoon and uh, try to dig up in the ruined city, as well as the ones who try to infiltrate the temples. So we're assuming that these are the places where they went missing. Either at the place or on the way. 
Is that the new site that opened up recently? There is a new expedition for one of the temples. It has been uh, it has been about a month or so since it has opened. They have found the largest of the pyramids. Uh, would that also be? And I, would I have gotten like a letter of sending like from the school on like details of where I was supposed to go? Um, they told you that there was a new archaeological uh, <laughs> site that, and he said that the newest one was probably at the biggest pyramid. Hmm. Uh, then I'll say to the mayor, uh, would that be, would that be perhaps where I've been sent? I've been tasked by my, uh, scholarly institution to find, uh, shit. Well, uh, just go visit the archaeological I am not your scholarly e institution. I'm... So whatever business you have with them is their business. Yeah, right. I should probably Might ask I ask to do research? Yeah, well, I don't know which one I'm supposed to go to. I don't really have all that much to go Might to. Might I ask I which temple issued this request? Uh, here, come here, I will show you one thing, and then I must be, uh, you must be on your way. I am busy today. Uh, he, he unfurls this map, and he kind of shows Piratus, um, the one that is closest to James in the corner. Yes, that one. That is what he says is the newest archaeological site. I see. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy today, busy day, to... Give us this information. Yes, well, uh, it is the least I can do for the fly. Now, please, be on your way. And I will walk out the door. Bye, Mayor. Uh, and you guys exit. Uh, on the way out, can I find one of the, just the working hands? Um, we have another five. Okay, cool. Uh, on the way out, can I have, like, one of the, just the servants in the hall, uh, just find somebody who, like, works in the house, and, uh, like, I'll give them, like, a little note that I've written addressed to my mother and father, and just ask them to, like, send it back home, or just see sure. that it gets there somehow. Aww, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll, like, send for a messenger. <laughs> sure, and just, I, I am as an important person, assuming that somebody else is going to take care of that. Because of the way that, um postage and the caravans work in this world everything goes <laughs> clockwise yeah and they don't go counterclockwise right so if you're willing to send a note it's going to take like almost a year's time to get there. ah i see so just be wary of that you can still send it but it's going to take a while for it to reach them yeah why not i don't know how long i'm gonna be here all right um and as we're walking out i will pull Erebus behind the rest of the group and kind of out of the way of any ears that might be listening. Well, to yeah. be fair, he is the guide. So if you're going to pull him behind, everybody's just going <laughs> to stop. Yeah, gonna stop. Yeah, yeah. I, I will pull him. I, I don't care. I'm just pulling him away. Okay. <laughs> Keep walking towards the end of it. I'll be right with you. Well, I figured, like, you guys are out in, like, the courtyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Can I send Clunk to go, like, stand over by them? I'm just going to, like, just nudge him in that general direction. Do I notice Clunk? Yeah, he's he's not a fucking sneaky robot. She doesn't have a stealth way on her. Yeah, just. I mean, the other thing is that he's not gonna be able to relay information. 
Yeah, he doesn't have some sort of recording system. Or they anything. don't know that. Yeah, they don't know that. So they I will walk that. over to Clunk. Okay. Pick him up by the head. Okay. And then I guess I'll make a strength check or something. <laughs> I'm gonna throw I'll him. toss him in the direction of James's character. What's your strength? No reason. Five. Plus five. Yeah, the 20 strength? Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't even... At that point, you just... Like you just see this man just pick up, pick him up by the head, and just toss him like, like the cloak, a good fifteen feet. The, the cloak comes up about of his arm, and you like watch the muscles on his forearm ripple. Right, <laughs> he throws it. It's, it's more like he throws it, and then you hear it as he as he just drags across the ground, and now there's this big old gash on like beautiful tile as as your little. Like a week ago, as as your as your little steel defender has just been yeah. essentially anime slid across the room, <laughs> and then I will give a slight glare towards Thor. Does Clunk take any damage in this encounter? Uh, I'm gonna say he takes like how much HP does he have? He has thirty. Yeah, I'm gonna say he takes like four or five points of damage. All right, five points. Everybody just, just watches and goes, "Alright, that went far." So, I, I do have a Fix some of this. Yeah, no, that's fine. Clank, will you pick up Clunk? Alright, y'all uh, y'all go look to do what you saw and later. I guess just keep him out of I've got errands to run. I'll see you guys later. Okay. Are you sure you should? Nope, we're going. I'm going with I'm going with him. I okay. don't trust him to be alone. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you don't, you don't trust me? You don't get a choice. You're in his <laughs> own property. You kind of have to come with. Oh, yeah. What? All right, Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence and Erebus. All right. You guys are in the uh, the uh, courtyard, just Perfect. the two of you guys. Actually, that is three hours on the dot there. And we're going to leave it there for another next episode. It is. Whee! Whee!